Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. And it's hour two on this Friday. It's a meat Friday at that. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. And a meat Friday means meat on the Traeger Grill. Barbecue, sweet pepper meatloaf, salt-crusted, loaded baked potatoes. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. All the recipes available at danpatrick.com. All of our Meat Friday recipes. Great news. Great news at the end of last hour. And uh, the uh, tweet came in from uh, Shams. He said that uh, the breathing tube is out of DeMar Hamlin as of this morning. He's begun talking to his Buffalo Bills teammates. He's had the breathing tube in his body through his throat since Monday night. No longer needs it can breathe fully on his own. Wonderful news. And I don't know if his condition is still critical, but baby steps with this, he still has a long way to go. And I know we were waiting for this kind of news that would allow us to then entertain the different stories that are going on, and that has to do with the business of football. And that is the playoffs, the Bills-Bengals game will not be made up. And the owners are meeting today. We'll talk to the Monday morning quarterback, Albert Breer, will join us. The different scenarios here. And could we have an AFC title game that is decided as far as where the game is played uh, with a coin toss? Will they have a neutral site? Uh, a coin toss that it'll be in Buffalo or it'll be in Cincinnati or be in Kansas City. But we'll talk to uh, Albert Breer about that. As well, Jim Harbaugh is on record now saying that uh, he's staying. Like, uh, well, let me let me give you the exact wording, Paulie. Paulie, how do you think the reaction was when they heard this with Jim Harbaugh? Beheimish, like a Jim Beheim yeah. reaction there. Not, it wasn't a declarative statement. He, I'm staying at Michigan. I'm a Michigan man. I am aware. Yeah. I, that's what I always think. Like Bo Schembechler, if this ever happened, he got a Michigan man and I'm staying here in Michigan. I don't even watch the NFL. Yeah. There's an NFL. Didn't know anything about it. I'm aware of the rumors and speculation over the past few days, Harbaugh said. College and NFL teams have great interest in all our personnel, from players to coaches to staff. As I stated in December, no one knows what the future holds. I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. Yes, Tom. Now, if we stretched that sentence out and there wasn't a period there, what would be the next word? The word unless comes to mind for me. Okay. Where that would continue on into this is what's happening right now where none of us are guaranteed tomorrow unless. I would just like to know what was the conversation for with David Tepper of Carolina? Is it catching up on old times? Is it recapping the Michigan Season? I don't know. Can't be an interview because season's not over. But it's a conversation. I'd just be curious. Why'd you have a conversation? I think Jim still wants to coach in the NFL. I think he will coach in the NFL. And he's going to have some opportunities. He may have to wait. I would think the Colts and the Panthers, he would be the guy. Because I don't know if Sean Payton's going to look at the Colts and go, that's where I want to go, or I want to go to Carolina. But 
if you're looking at the good old days with Jim Harbaugh and he used to play with the Colts, then, you know, you want to take that trip down uh, memory lane? Yeah, Paul. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He's got a lot of juice in that town in Indy, Big Ten town. Uh, I think that would be a big win. And Jeff Saturday, they've done nothing with him there. Yeah. Uh, so there's not a lot of sentiment there. No, I wouldn't think so. But we'll talk to Albert Breer about this. That, uh, and then it was reported that Michigan uh, maybe committed some minor violations recruiting during COVID. Like, that was, the, that was a big story to me. I'm like, oh, my God, how did that happen? How could the NCAA actually say, you know, they're investigating Michigan? Unless Michigan self-reported, because that doesn't happen anymore. Like, nobody cares. Yeah, you know, what were the infractions? They were minor infractions. Who leaked that? Uh, poll question for hour two, Seton O'Connor. What do we have? Uh, let's see, Dan. We've got. Oh, you know what? I should find an update for you on your poll question with Indy. Yeah, I once if, that if was added. A, if, yeah, we were looking at the AFC title game neutral site game, and uh, I mentioned Indianapolis would be a good neutral site if it's Buffalo or Cincinnati or Kansas City, and you were going to have the game there. Yeah, which I chose to ignore. Yeah, um, for but some then. Reason. <laughs> So now when you have just the four options, okay. Chicago, Nashville, Houston, and Ann Arbor, uh, Chicago's still in last place. <laughs> they stay losing. Uh, but Nashville is at 33% of the vote and winning. Right. But when you add in Indianapolis, yeah. Indianapolis jumps up to 57% Thank of the vote. You. Thank you, folks. How Thank about you. that? Thank you. By the way, we want to welcome in a new affiliate. We just uh, welcomed in Washington, D.C. earlier this week. Fox 1310, Virginia Beach, Norfolk. Great to be back in the market. Always appreciated your loyalty there. A uh, top 50 market. So that's two in the last two days with new sports stations. Welcome to the uh, Dan Patrick Show. Nearly 400 cities around America carrying the program. Also, Peacock is our streaming partner. Download the app and you can watch this program for free. Yes, Paul. Great athletes from Norfolk, Virginia, Dan. Bruce Smith, mm-hmm. offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Plaxico Burris. Mm-hmm. Cam Chancellor, who... Sadly, retired Ooh. too early. Ooh. That guy was fun. Yeah. David Wright of the Mets. Okay. That's all I've got so far. Yes, Mark. Random question, but how did Plaxico Burris end up at? Did he go to Michigan State? Yeah. Yeah. Virginia? Well, but that's not one of those, how did he end up here? Wouldn't you say players who ended up at Kansas State with Bob Huggins? When no, he, Michael Beasley. <laughs> Michael Beasley. <laughs> Michael Beasley. <laughs> Sorry. There was a kid, uh, Bill Walker, that played with O.J. Mayo. He was yes. a high, t- yes. high-level recruit. All like, of a sudden, you're like, of all the places. Manhattan, Kansas? Yeah. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, I can buy that. There, there are certain times when you see a player and you go, wait, how did he end up there? Okay. There was nothing fishy <laughs> about O.J. Mayo going to USC. Yeah, yeah Paul. That was the wildest one. I remember Michael Beasley, I think he was second in the country in recruiting that year. Wasn't he number two in the country? Maybe him and Greg Oden, maybe? Or or Durant. I can't remember if it was him. Durant or Oden was the top guy that year. And you're like, okay. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Sign up for the DP Show newsletter available at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, every single day, recapping the show and uh, giving you a heads up for all the special things that we have. And, yes, we are still working on the third batch of Tailgate Moonshine. And uh, my business ex- – what, what's your official title, Seton? Vice President of <laughs> business, business Affairs. Development, Business <laughs> Strategy. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, the, the Danettes want business cards. And I said, you can put whatever you want on there. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Dress it up however you want to. Yes, Paulie. Business czar. I like that word, czar. C-Z-A-R. Okay. Back to the update on Moonshine. Tailgate. Yeah, we're yeah. working on it. Okay. We're working on it. Super Bowl ready? Dot, dot, dot. Oh, question mark? I f- enthusiastically expect oh, everything to be ready you. for Thank you. The Super thank Bowl. you, Coach Harbaugh. Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Oh, happy Meat Friday, guys. Good morning. Great news on DeMar Hamlin. Thanks for passing that along. Yep. Um, hey, real quick, Jim Harbaugh actually has his own allegation. He has a level one allegation lying to the NCAA investigator, so I don't think they self-reported unless he lied to himself. Um, and, <laughs> and in that realm, hey, I will say this. I think that some oil guys in the room at Texas A&M were talking about a deal with BP, 
And somebody thought they were talking about bring Bobby Petrino because oh. that isn't going to be a good match. But, okay. um, hey, I do want Carolina khakis. I want Jim Harbaugh in Carolina now. Steve Wilkes stay as the uh, defensive coordinator because I can see a dark horse offensive coordinator coming out of retirement named Andrew Luck. That would be a great little pickup for Carolina. But, anyways, I do have a uh, Week 18 NFL stat of the day if I could have some music. All right. Going into week 18 of the NFL season, there have been 81 games where a team has come back to win or tie the game after trailing in the fourth quarter, which is the most ever for a single NFL season. That's your stat of the day. The beautiful game continues with Peacock stream the Premier League, including exclusive live matches, extended highlights, every game on demand next day. Go to PeacockTV.com forward slash PL to sign up now. A couple more phone calls in here. I was watching the Utah Jazz last night. Yeah, I was. They uh, they played the Rockets. Now, I don't know why. Come on, dude. I, I know. Uh, who has it better than I do at home? Many people. Everybody. Yeah, I'm watching the game, and uh, I, but I couldn't stop watching because Lori Markinen was killing it. Is it Lowry or Lori or Lowry? <laughs> Larry. Lori Markinen had 49 points. So I thought, okay, I got to find out what the hell is going on with the NBA. Now, every league wants to increase scoring. Every of all the major leagues. They want to increase scoring. How many times do you think a player has scored at least 40 points this season? Marvin? 38. All right. This is a total of everybody in the NBA. So one player could have done it four times. Yeah, Mar. 49. Okay. Paulie? 38. Uh, Fritzy? 41. All right. Seton O'Connor? 32. There have been 90 instances. What? Come on. Of a player scoring at least 40 points so far this season. That's through 79 days of an NBA season. The previous high was 66 in 1961. Yeah, you know, you can do it. Yeah, hell yeah. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. By the way, Laurie Markkinen is averaging 24.5 points per game this season. That's almost a 10-point-per-game increase over last year. He averaged 14.8 points per game. What's changed? Still shooting threes. Every shot is threes. Defense? Lack thereof? Yeah, Mark? With marketing, I think it just might be just more opportunities to shoot the ball. There's so many guys in this league, if you give them enough shots, they're going to score more. Almost like the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder game with no shade Gildress Alexander. They scored 150 points. Five guys scored 20 points. Those guys are ready to shoot. And you got six guys who are averaging at least 30. And then you got two guys who are lingering at 29. Don't you have uh, Donovan Mitchell and Durant. and Durant's at 29? Mm-hmm. Where's LeBron? So you got six guys right now averaging 30 a game. That's the most. You know, that we've ever had in a single season. Yeah, going back to that 61 season. Yeah. Uh, Luca, Joel Embiid, Giannis, the hyphen, Shea Gilgis, yeah. Jason Tatum's there. Durant's at 29.9. We're rounding up that we'll give it to him. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's at 29 and rising. LeBron's at 29. Yeah. Could have eight or nine guys average 30 points or more. There's 18 guys averaging 25 or more points a game. Dang. Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Dan, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I want to uh, bring up one of the tough questions that needs to be talked about following Friday. You talked about the baseball picture uh, earlier. You uh, uh, talked to a former lacrosse player. In those sports, it's a fluke incident. No pitcher sets out to hit a player in the chest. Chest contact in football happens all the time, and if it turns out, if they prove that it was the hit had anything to do with what happened on Monday night, 
they're going to have to switch the targeting area again. They're going to have to say you can't hit a player from below above the belly button to uh, below the kneecaps. They're yeah, gonna, that, it, gonna... it won't happen. Plus, it, it was T. Higgins who was making contact more with DeMar Hamlin or the angle of DeMar Hamlin tackling T. Higgins. By the way, T. Higgins did talk about DeMar Hamlin, and Hamlin's mom reached out to the Bengals wide receiver. Yeah, obviously it's been hard, you know, um, just because, you know, I had something to do with the play and whatnot. But, um, you know, everybody's been making me feel feel whole again. You know, um, I talked to the talked to his mom and, you know, it's, everything is okay. Um, he's doing good. So I'm in, I'm in a good place right now. I am so impressed with his family. They're reaching out to comfort people and reaching out to T. Higgins, uh, reaching out to the Bengals. You know, hey, don't feel guilty. You know, it's football whatever was said in that conversation. And hopefully this allows the Bengals, you know, because you got a football game to to play. And and I was listening to Steve Young, who's incredibly insightful. And Steve Young said, you have to be all in. When you're playing a football game, you can't sort of be in. It's like guys will get hurt when they're playing in a game that doesn't mean anything. You can't go through the motions. You have to be all in. And asking these players with the Bengals and the Bills, you got to be all in because that's when things happen. And you don't want somebody to get injured because their their mind is elsewhere. Mentally, you must be in the game. And this will help Cincinnati against the Ravens to be now the, with the great news with DeMar Hamlin. We're going to talk to the Monday morning quarterback. We're always smarter when we talk to Albert Breer, get his thoughts on the playoff scenarios. Uh, how fair is this? How does he think this is going to play out? Also, uh, get his thoughts on Jim Harbaugh. Does he truly believe Jim Harbaugh is going back to Michigan and will coach there this year? All of that coming up and more phone calls back after this. Dan Patrick Show. TireRack.com. Time for new tires. And if you need them, TireRack.com. Crushing it for over 40 years. My daughter called me. She's in uh, Salt Lake City. I got to get snow tires. I said, okay, what do I do? I said, all right, um, TireRack.com. Who do I ask for? I don't, you don't have to ask for anybody. Yeah, but don't I have to know somebody to get? Uh, no, no. All you do is you go to TireRack.com. They have a tire decision guide. Why need snow tires? No, they'll help you. Answer a few questions. Get a personalized tire recommendation. They might even come there and put the tires on for you. Does that cost more? No. They have recommended installers over 10,000. Skip the waiting room. They have mobile tire installation. Tire Rack Technician will bring the new tires. Your home or office. Install them on site. TireRack.com slash Dan. Oh, so wait. I ask for... No, you don't ask for me. TireRack.com slash Dan. And then they're going to help you. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. In case you missed the news, Wake Forest quarterback Sam Hartman announced he's going to go to Notre Dame for his final season of eligibility He's entering his sixth college year. He leads all returning quarterbacks. He has almost 13,000 passing yards, and uh, he's thrown for 110 touchdowns. There are, let me see, seven players in the with Power Five teams who have thrown for at least 12,900 yards and 110 touchdowns. Sam Hartman joins Landry Jones, Graham Harrell, Baker Mayfield, Luke Falk, Colt McCoy, and Aaron Murray. Not exactly a great NFL list, but certainly great quarterback. And my source this morning, an NFL scout, I said, you know, what kind of grade did you have on Sam Hartman? And he said, without working him out or going to the combine and the IQ stuff, uh, he was going to be a late first round or a late round pick, not late first round, late, uh, you know, end of the draft type pick, and that uh, going to Notre Dame had to be for just his development of going into the uh, NFL, playing in that system, in uh, at Notre Dame, that offensive line, skill position, people. Uh, that's why he's going to Notre Dame. Improve his draft stock. Yes, Paul. I looked up a few things on Sam Hartman. They were looking at him as possible draft pick this year. And he was uh, tenth ranked quarterback overall, tenth or twelfth. He was behind guys like Stetson Bennett. Uh, obviously, guys like Hendon Hooker. He was way Stetson behind. Stetson Bennett's going to be twenty six. Yeah, next year. Yeah, and and you know he, I think he's going to get drafted, the Georgia quarterback. But you know he doesn't have any real. I don't know if he has any athletic trait where you go, boy, that's going to transfer into the the NFL. But he's an unbelievable college quarterback. But I don't know if he's going to be a Chase Daniels kind of guy, a high-end backup there, but I think he's going to be 26 years of age. All right. We've uh, talked a lot about the scenarios here. The owners are going to vote today. We thought, who better than uh, bringing in Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback who joins us on the program. Albert, what kind of scenario do you think they're going to settle on today with the playoff structure? Well, first of all, are we so sure that Sam Hartman would make more money as a sixth or seventh round pick than he will at Notre Dame? Well, that's a fair point nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you've seen sixth and seventh round contracts, I mean, if he can make a million dollars in NIL as the Notre Dame quarterback, it might actually be a good business decision now too. Yeah. You know, like I, I think that's like sort of the upshot of like NIL. If you're talking about the health of college athletics is that in some of these cases, it's probably a better deal for the kids to stay in school than it is to go pro. There's like very real like financial incentive in some cases. Um, yeah, they're going to vote at noon. Um, and, you know, I I could take you through each one of the matchups. I won't bore you with that. I know people's eyes will glaze over. Um, basically, the way you want to look at this is if the site of the AFC title game is compromised by the fact that the Bills and Bengals had a no contest on Monday, then it will go to a neutral site. So if we look at it and there's a half game, you know, a half game separating the two teams in the AFC title game, and that half game would be different one way or the other, 
um, if there had been a game play, if the game had been finished on Monday night, then it'll go to a neutral site. The second thing they're voting on, which is a little bit, I think a little bit more controversial is the coin flip, um, yeah. which is um, if the Ravens beat the Bengals, the Bengals will still be AFC North champs. But then after that, if the Bengals and Ravens are the three, six matchup in the AFC bracket, which is possible, certainly possible. Um, then the site of that game will be determined by coin flip because if the Bengals had lost on Monday night and the Ravens won out, the Ravens would have won the AFC North and had a home playoff game. When it comes to the AFC title game, though, a neutral site, do you think that's where we're headed? Uh, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, I I guess I'd kind of give myself like an ice cream headache going through like what it would take <laughs> to get there if we include the week 18 results, right? Um, but, you know, I, I so I, I guess it would be, well, let me think about this now. If the Chiefs win on Sunday and the Bills win on Sunday and then those two teams, that's the cleanest way to look at yeah. it, right? Yeah. So the Chiefs win on Sunday and the Bills um, on Saturday, the, the Bills win on Sunday and then those two teams as the top two seeds advance to the AFC title game and play each other in the AFC title game, which I think is definitely possible, then that's a neutral site game. I do know one of the sites that they've looked at is Indianapolis. Um, and I can say, you know, Indianapolis is incredibly prepared for these sorts of scenarios. Obviously, you know, they've hosted a Super Bowl. They've hosted, you know, Big Ten title games. They've hosted a national championship game. They did that last year. It's a convention center, ton of hotel rooms it's also sort of ideal for this like if you look at the mileage yeah from kansas city to indianapolis is right under 500 miles and from buffalo to indianapolis is right under 500 miles so we can argue whether the game should be outdoors or indoors since both teams play in outdoor stadiums but you know just from a logistical standpoint indianapolis probably makes the most sense what did you make of jim harbaugh's quote that uh he plans on uh enthusiastically being at uh, michigan in 2023 i think you left out the qualifier <laughs> right? Wasn't there a qualifier in the yeah. front of that? Yes. <laughs> Just he, like no one uh, no one can tell the future or something like that? Yeah, he says, as I stated in December, no one knows what the future holds. <laughs> I expect that I will be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023. Um, I mean, look, I, I think, Dan, I, I think the best way to look at this is look at Jim Harbaugh's history. Okay? And when he first got to Michigan, there were NFL teams that were hot after him, right? Like 2015, 16, 17, 18, there was still a lot of interest in bringing him back to the NFL. And I think Jim had always sort of viewed it as having unfinished business in the NFL. He said it himself, right? And then, you know, I think in 19 and 20, that interest in him cooled a little bit for one reason or another. And it got to the point where I think in 20, when they forced the pay cut on him, he would have happily gone to an NFL team to get out of there at that point. And I know there was outgoing interest from Harbaugh's camp to the Jets and Chargers and he was sniffing around every NFL job. Um, and even last year, like, I think a lot of that interest was outgoing. You know, the interest in the Raiders job, the interest in the Vikings job, um, his connection to Quasi Adolfo Mensa, who wound up being the Vikings GM, helped get him that interview in Minnesota. Um, you know, and so I think now for the first time in a few years, this interest is going to be incoming. Like, I think his name has gotten a little hot again. And I think it's because there are more owners that are leading these searches, which I think is going to have some of these teams leaning towards wanting experienced people um, in those jobs, in those head coaching jobs. And so that's what's so interesting about this. He's got a really good team coming back at Michigan. He's got a program that's in better shape than it's been probably at any point since he's been there. But coaching in college is complicated right now, and he's almost 60 years old. And I think like going through what he did the last three years – probably tested, you know, and and showed him his, his his NFL mortality and showing him that it's just not going to be there whenever I want. Like, I can't count on two or three years from now. I can just go take another swing at it. So I certainly think that, you know, if, if somebody comes along with an offer, whether it's Denver with the Stanford connections in that building to Greg Penner and Condoleezza Rice and John Elway, whether it's Indianapolis, you know, and his connection to a top personnel man there and Ed Dodds and, of course, the owner, Jim Ursay, or it's Carolina with with David Tepper's resources. Um, you know, I think there's reason to believe in all three of those situations. There's some similarities to what he walked into in San Francisco, where there's some talent on the roster and you just need to fix the quarterback position. Um, and I certainly think he's going to consider it. Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback, joining us. Let's look at the uh, quarterbacking situations here. Mm -hmm. I had mentioned, I talked to a league source about 
don't be so quick to say if Tom Brady leaves Tampa and plays again that it would be Las Vegas, that Josh McDaniels might opt for Jimmy Garoppolo. And maybe there there's not the relationship between Josh and Tom Brady that we thought, uh, you know, what happened in New England. And, and I was told, you know, Jimmy G might be a more viable option because now you get somebody who is younger, going to be playing longer for you instead, just a, a yeah. one and done maybe with Tom Brady. Let me start there. Brady coming back next year feels like it's becoming more and more a foregone conclusion. The question is, where do you see him next year? I think Vegas is an option, but I think that's going to come down to what you just said, which, you know, I think it's the Raiders, I think to some degree, Josh and Dave Ziegler, their GM, um, I think they misjudged the roster a little bit last year, like coming in and they went all in on it and they 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 do the contract with Carr and they trade for Devontae Adams and they sign Chandler Jones. And so I, I think their pursuit of Brady is going to depend on two things, where they think they are from a roster standpoint and where Brady thinks they are from a roster standpoint. Are they in a position where they can go into a one-and-done scenario with a quarterback? If they are, then I think they go after him. And I can tell you unequivocally, like, this is a fact, the Raiders are looking into it. Like, the Raiders are looking into going and acquiring Tom Brady. Um, as for so you're like, reporting, oh, you're reporting that not in like opinion. They, they, this, this, is, this is something that they have, and I'm not saying they're contacting him because that's not allowed. But yes, this is something that the that the Raiders have like are doing their research. Okay. On. Okay. Um, okay. I, I same goes for Jimmy Garoppolo. They're looking at the idea of, of of studying Jimmy Garoppolo, and I may have said this on your show a few weeks ago. I I've said it a couple different places. That's what Derek Carr was up against over the last you know, a couple months when, when they looked at him and said, eh, I don't know if this is going to work past this year. I, I think, you know, Carr was sort of thrown in a de facto competition with Garoppolo and Brady oh, and it's, can we do better? You know what I mean? Like, can we, is there something we can do to get more out of that position? Because Carr wasn't what they thought he would be at that position as part of them misjudging the roster a little bit. And so, you know, I, I think that this is, when they when they signed um, Derek Carr to that contract, the idea was this is going to be Alex Smith in Kansas City. This is going to be a guy we can compete with for the next three, four, five years, and he's going to give us flexibility to go and find the next guy, which is what Alex Smith did for the Chiefs and Andy Reid. I think Jimmy Garoppolo can be that guy. So what you're talking about, like Jimmy Garoppolo fits into that, right? Like So Jimmy Garoppolo could be that guy for them. Are they willing to throw that idea overboard for a potential one-and-done situation <laughs> with Brady. Like, that's the question, because yeah, Brady's not going to be that guy. You know, if Brady comes in, you're not doing that. If Brady comes in, you are loading up the roster. You're probably going and signing an offensive lineman or two. You're going to get some guys who are going to come in and try to gravy train a ring, a ring the same way a lot of guys did in Tampa. Like I, like, I think that that's the reality of it. So it's like, I think when you look at these two options for the Raiders – it's like a it's a it's it's a fork in the road. Like, which way do you want to go? Do you want to like build slowly and logically, or do you want to go all in? And I think that that's sort of the way you have to look at the Jimmy versus Brady argument in Vegas. What's Aaron Rodgers talking about when he says this could be my last game at Lambeau? I think we've learned to uh, understand that 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 Aaron likes headlines and Aaron likes messing with people and Aaron doesn't mind if this stuff gets out there a little bit. I don't think he knows though. Like, you know what I mean? But like, he's I got a he's contract. Talking. He does have a contract, but I mean, could he walk away um, and retire? Like, I think everything's on the board with Aaron, you know, and I think the, I think the Packers know that, you know what I mean? Like I think the Packers know like, could he decide he wants to play somewhere else next year? What do you think is the Packers looking, would prefer? Is he looking over his shoulder? Is he looking over his shoulder and saying, you know what, Jordan Love's gotten a little bit better. Like, would they offload me after this year? You know, I I, I think, like, this is Aaron – like, I, I I think Aaron Rodgers is, like, somewhat misunderstood. Not as, not as misunderstood as some people think, but somewhat misunderstood. I do think there's like a little like insecurity there. Like, do I know I'm going to do I do I know how I'm going to feel a month from now, like whether I'm going to retire or not? Do I know how the Packers are going to feel about me versus Jordan Love when they've got to make a big decision on Jordan Love come the first week of May? You know, you got to make a decision on his fifth year option. I'm sure all of these things are, are going through his head, especially coming out of, you know, what's been, you know, I, factually his worst season in what? 
four or five years at least, right? Like at least since the end of the McCarthy era. So um, I think that that's what it is. Like I, I, I'd be surprised if Aaron Rodgers has it made up in his head what he's going to do after this year. And I also would be surprised if he has any certainty on how he thinks the the Packers are going to go forward after this year either, especially after the year everybody just had. And maybe they can make the most out of it, you know, over the next five weeks. We'll see. Assess the Jets quarterback situation next year and the Dolphins think, quarterback situation. Okay, I'll take those two one at a time. I, I think with the Jets, um, it would be malpractice not to at least bring in competition. Um, I I think if you look up and down that roster, that roster is ready to compete, you know. And so, like, if you're Robert Sala, who I think has done a really good job his first two years and sort of changing the face of that team – and you have promising young players like Quinnen Williams and Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and Ollie Vera Tucker coming back from injury. And then you've got veteran players that you've brought in like Quan Alexander and Carl Lawson um, and, and Jordan Whitehead um, and Lakin and Tomlinson. How can you sell the locker room on, on Zach Wilson now? Like, think about this, right? So the criticism on, on him coming out of college was he doesn't, he, he he plays outside the structure of the offense too much and goes for the big play too much. That hasn't changed. Is he a great leader? He wasn't capping at BYU. We've seen that pop up, right? He had the yips his first year. They had to shut him down and bring in his personal quarterbacks, Coach John Beck, right? And then what's happened this year? So, like, if you're one of these players that has so much on the line next year, like, like whether it's your own individual goals financially as a player, all that stuff, or you're talking about team goals – like, how are you going to buy into Zach Wilson next year? I, I like, I just don't know how you can. So I don't know how Robert Sala could sell Zach Wilson to that locker room. So I think at the very least, they're bringing in competition. Obviously, that staff has a lot of background with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I think he's one that logically makes some sense. Mm. And there will be other options out there, too, guys like Derek Carr, who, who, who will be out there on the market. Um, and then as for the Dolphins, this is fascinating because – now they, they spent so much last year trying to get an answer on on Tua. Like the owner wanted an answer on where Tua is because they're going to have make, to make big decisions on him after this year on the fifth year option and extending him and all the rest of it. Well, that's why they went and got a left tackle. That's why they went and got Tyree Kill. That's why they went and hired Mike McDaniel. And now it looks like the information we have is complete on Tua. Let me ask you this, Dan: Would you would you exercise Tua's fifth year option at maybe twenty five or thirty million dollars? fully guaranteed for 2024 right now? I'd have to know more about, did you have two or three concussions? Right. You know, like moving forward, you know, I might do a, a one-year look-see, but I don't want to sign up long-term for that. But if you have that like $25 million number you're talking about and you decline that option, right, which again, locks him in not for next year, but for the year after. So you, you're locking him in for two years. Yeah. If you're not um, going to pick that, I wouldn't if you're do not going to, if you're not going to pick that option up, okay, now you're in a year-to-year proposition. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Who would you rather have in a year-to-year proposition, Tua or, or Tom Brady? I would rather ha- I'd rather have Tom Brady on that Dolphins team. For one year. Yes. I mean, and that's the thing. And, like, and if you think about it from Brady's perspective, and I think you know San Francisco and Vegas would be possibilities for him. But there's a real-life implication here, too. Two of his kids live in Miami. Another kid lives in New York. Part of the reason why he signed in Tampa in the first place was because he didn't want to be that far away from his kid in New York when the other option was going out to Los Angeles and playing for the Chargers. So Brady would have the opportunity, potentially, to be in the backyard of for, you know with two of his kids during the, the week, during the season. You know what I mean? Like, but that makes so, more sense than Las Vegas does. Right. Like So like that's the question for Miami. Wouldn't that be an open – if you're the Dolphins, right? If you're Chris Greer, Mike McDaniel, Stephen Ross, whoever, right? And, you know, you've got connections to Brady in that organization. Brady knows Ross. Brady's very close um, with one of their minority owners named Bruce Beal, right? If you're them, do you look at this and say, we're really close? And until, like, Tua's season set went sideways – like we looked like we could compete compete with Buffalo and we went toe to toe with Buffalo in the snow with Tua in there. Like, wouldn't you look at that and say, this makes sense. Like, let's go get Tom Brady. Let's draft one this year. So we'll have somebody in the pipeline and develop him and let's go and let's see what we can do in 2023. Um, I think it has to be a real consideration if Brady shows an interest in going there. Okay. Final minute here. 
Jalen Hurts okay? Yeah, this is one of those injuries, Dan, that, you know, I, I think it can get worse. Um, and it just really requires rest, which is why they sat him down the last couple of weeks and crossed their fingers that they would um that they would that they would clinch the number one seed. Now, you know, obviously they need to win this game to get the number one seed, and it's important. Um, they're they're not even guaranteed of winning the division, you know, if they if they don't win the game on Sunday. So um yeah, I think he'll be okay and I think it's manageable, but to get him fully back to 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 where he was before the injury, um, I think it's gonna require, you know, more rest than he's gotten right now. So this is the thing, this is the sort of thing I think quarterbacks can play through, you know, but you know, the question is like functionally, will he be okay? I think they got him back to the point where functionally he'll be functionally he'll be fine. Um, you know, and then you just you, you hope it doesn't get worse um while he's out there and and then, you know, after the season's over, he gets the rest he needs to heal it. Always great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Albert. All right. Thanks, Dan. That's Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback. We'll come back with your phone calls after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. Sunday night, season finale. Lions-Packers battle for a playoff spot. High stakes NFC North showdown Sunday 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. I do a podcast every Thursday. We record it. 
It's called Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble. I have Bad Larry, I have Dylan the Graphics Guy, and I have Shea and Irving. Now, we eventually get around to talking about gambling, but, you know, <laughs> leading up to picking the games, we start talking about a variety of things, and, and it, it come, it, it's gonna, this is going to be big. There's going to be a drinking contest between Shea and Irving, Bad Larry and Dylan, somehow, somewhere. And, oh, uh, yeah, they talked about that yesterday on the podcast. Okay, when are you coming? When are you, when are you going to come up here? Well, here's where I'm going to tell my wife. We'll just get a hotel. Whoa. Wait, Dylan, Shay, and you are getting a hotel room? One big bed, Larry. <laughs> a twin. One twin. <laughs> we're driving through Milford on Thursday of Martin Luther King weekend. I, kinda, I don't like being like the sloppy seconds on the road trip up. Like, you're just going to make never... a pit stop here? But how about if I make my wife and my sister-in-law get a hotel room in Milford so I can go out and pound with you all day instead of just having, like, six or seven and driving the rest of the way to Maine, you know? What is going on, Larry? So, wait, we're you're talking about pounding? We're talking about hotel rooms? Yeah. <laughs> Your wife and her sister? <laughs> yeah, and then we eventually get around to picking games. But uh, Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble, available at danpatrick.com. These three... You know, Dylan's the one who's been in the plus. He's been he's the number one guy, followed by Shay and Irving and then Bad Larry. Yes, yes, Mark. I just love how the podcast started yesterday. Hey, I'll put you on speaker. I'll put you on speaker. You know Charlie. Hey Dan, you know Charlie, right? Yeah, you just like, bad, who are these people? Bad no Larry, last names. Yeah, bad, bad Larry thinks we know everybody in his life. But uh, they do uh they're very entertaining in picking their games. And uh they pick the NFL games, they also pick uh college games as well. Uh, Saturday, it's uh, Chiefs-Raiders-Titans against the Jags. Now, that scenario is whoever wins that game wins the AFC South, correct? The Jags and the Titans? I think so. Titans are 7-9, Jags 8-8. Eight eight. Okay. Jaguars giving blank to the Titans, points-wise. Jags are giving a touchdown. You're about right, 6.5. All right. Take that. All right. The well, Chiefs-Raiders, I think it's Jarrett Stidham going, right, for and, the Raiders? And that's in Las Vegas. Yes. Over under 52. Okay. Chiefs are giving nine to the Raiders. Right, so let me make sure I got this right. A Tennessee win would give the Titans their third consecutive AFC South title. Should that happen, the tiebreaker would come down to Tennessee's better record in the division against Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, Chiefs are favored in Las Vegas against the Raiders. I guess Jared Stidham is going to be the quarterback. Chiefs need to win the game. Uh, Chiefs by a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I got. Uh, yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs are up to nine. Nine. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, one other line from the weekend that's interesting: okay. the Bengals are a nine-point favorite against the Ravens. Ravens without Lamar Jackson again. It doesn't. Seem, I saw some cuts the other day. Some audio. It doesn't seem to be going well there. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, and I've said this the last two years. I just don't understand what. What is going on with Lamar Jackson and the and the Ravens? But he's not practicing. That game, I think uh, the Ravens were getting seven, now up to nine. How about the Eagles minus 14 against the Giants? Uh, Giants don't have anything to play for, correct? How weird is that to say? Yeah, they're, they're locked in. Uh, Seahawks, Rams. Rams getting six against the Seahawks there. Here's yep. my favorite line of the week. The 49ers are giving 14 points to the Cardinals. That's how bad the Cardinals are, and they're on their eighth-string quarterback. The lines, the over-under is only 39 and a half, and they're giving 14 points. Mm. They're expecting basically a shutout. Yeah. Ugh. Feels like a 34-7 to game. Uh, let me see. Do I have time to get into uh, Jaron in Indianapolis? Hey, Jaron. Hey, Dan, can you hear me? Yeah. What uh, What's on your mind? Hey, I got a question. Um, wondering if you could shed some light on this. I was wondering if they're uh, between the Bengals and the uh, the Buffalo Bills with their pay- playoff situation. I was wondering if you could uh, explain what the difference between um, giving them a no contest versus giving each team a tie would would be uh, with their playoff implications. Would that change anything? I haven't really heard that explained yet. I'd have to have time to break that down, Jaron. We, uh, we're going to check in with the Bengals coming up next hour because, you know, the Bengals are trying to sort this out as well with football questions. And in case you're just joining us, we got a great update from uh, Shams 
that the breathing tube is out of DeMar Hamlin as of this morning, and he's begun talking to his Buffalo Bills teammates again. Final hour on this Friday. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out hour two, usually during the commercial breaks. I'll go out to the field house. We have a football field. We have a basketball court. And I go out there to check out the Sprinter van. Just walk through it. You smell the inside, the leather of it, a new vehicle. It's always great. And then you realize somebody's going to get that Sprinter van. And all you have to do is go to danpatrick.com. Could be me. No, no, no. You're not eligible. Oh. No, you're not eligible. To get official rules, visit danpatrick.com for your chance to win. We did this last year at the Super Bowl. Over 200,000 people entered. Yeah, Paul. I also didn't win last year. You did not. You did not. And you won't win this year either. Guaranteed. Yeah, but you, yeah, you, I'm talking to you at home or in your car, around the world, not you, Paulie. Oh. Get, get your opportunity and go to danpatrick.com. Your chance to win this unbelievable Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van customized by Gretsch RV. The ultimate fan van sweepstakes. Good luck. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.